looking at verse 9. In those days Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the Spirit descending like a dove on him. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, the Beloved. With you I am well pleased. And the Spirit immediately drove him out into the wilderness. He was in the wilderness forty days, tempted by Satan. And he was with the wild beasts, and the angels waited on him. Now after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God and saying, The time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. This is the gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. Grace to all of you and peace from God our Creator and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Let us bow our heads in prayer. Great and glorious God, thank you for this time of worship. Thank you for this new season of the year. Be with us in these 40 days as you were with Jesus in the wilderness 40 days. Most holy God, open our hearts to your word proclaimed to us today. Inspire us, comfort us, challenge us. In your holy name we pray, amen. During the season of Epiphany at Holy Spirit Lutheran Church, the season that has just ended, we always emphasize the part of our spiritual journey which is outwardly focused. We believe that our spiritual lives should have two parts, one focused out, the other focused inward. During the season of Lent, we focus on that inward journey. Epiphany, going out into the world, celebrates social justice, mission, outreach, service to the world. Lent, very different mood, celebrates simplicity, silence, self-reflection, prayer. And you can see the sanctuary is simplified. In fact, we've added something this year. Over in this corner is a prayer station. And there's an opportunity for you to go there, light a candle, say a prayer, and maybe even fill in the drawing that's on the wall. There are crayons there for you to paint by number and draw in this icon of Jesus Christ. It's to emphasize the inward part of the journey. This year, during the season of Lent, as I mentioned during announcement time, we have a theme. The theme is building peace within ourselves and in the world around us. We have six steps or disciplines that will help us do that. One for each week of the season of Lent. The first of those is written in your bulletin. All six are there. They were created by a member of our church. Also in the narthex, the lobby of the church, there is a little card with all six of these steps on the card at the information table. So please take one home. Use this as part of your Lenten discipline. Read over them, especially if you're about to engage in a difficult, conflicted situation. Um, Read through these first. It'll be of great help to you. So the first one reads, and I'll read it to you, pause slash center. Find your center in God's grace. Release your hurts and fears. I think our gospel lesson was chosen perfectly for this first step 
of our building peace process where Jesus is baptized and immediately after his baptism he hears words from God which were beautiful. You are my beloved son. With you I am well pleased. And then immediately after Jesus hears those gracious good words that must have gone to the very center of his being he's in the wilderness tempted. He's in the wilderness in turmoil. He's in the wilderness of difficulty. And I am absolutely convinced that it is in the correct order. First, he hears God's word for him that he is child of God. And then in the midst of the wilderness, when the temptations and the turmoil comes, he's got a strong center. It's the perfect way to start our Lenten theme of building peace. We focus not on building peace out there with other people first. We start with ourselves to turn inward, to take a look at who we are and to find a gentle center. It's a little bit odd for a Lutheran pastor to talk about how we turn inward to find our gentle, holy center because typically we are taught as Lutheran pastors that our center, our internal place can be described with the words original sin. That it's a dark place. That it's to be overcome by God's grace. Now that's a theology that you've all heard before. It's a theology that I'm commissioned to preach. It's a theology, however, that sometimes doesn't work today. It worked for Martin Luther in the 16th century. Martin Luther was terrified by his own inner self, his own core. He was terrified that his own sinfulness would keep him from going to heaven. And it sparked the Reformation. In fact, almost everyone in his age thought like that. My inside is evil and I need God's redemption. I've been with lots of people in 30 years of ministry. I engage the public quite regularly. Everybody I meet in public knows I'm a pastor. <clears throat> One thing that I've learned observing you, observing the world, observing myself, is that we're not a lot like Martin Luther. People today don't seem to be heavily burdened by the fact of their own sinfulness and the threat of not going to heaven. Most people today notice the sinfulness of other people far quicker than they notice the sinfulness of themselves. Amen? Yeah? Our society today is so polarized that we can hardly talk to each other about politics, even in family gatherings because we tend to point our finger at the other side. We don't start with ourselves. We start with the other person and how they're wrong. And if they'd only change, then things would be better in this country or in our personal lives when we have our conflicts with family members or with neighbors or with people at work. Our first inclination is not to look at our part in the drama we look at their part in the drama. How they're wrong, not how we might be wrong. 
A very different dilemma than Martin Luther, who always thought of himself as terrible, sinful, awful person. Our predicament today is a little different from his predicament. We're still broken. We're still wounded people. Our predicament, I suggest to you today, again, as I observe myself, the world, and all of you, can be a brokenness that is the result of these things. See if you can identify with any of them. Anxiety, stress, exhaustion, frustration. Here's a big one. Insecurity. Do not many of our conflicts start with our own insecurity? Impatience, apathy, intolerance. These are the things that cause our brokenness in the world today. I was listening to National Public Radio this week, and there was a report that fit perfectly here with this first step of centering in and looking at our very soul. It was a report about some chief executive officers who had hired a meditation specialist to help them become more centered themselves so that they could work and exist in a chaotic environment. They wanted to teach their employees the same thing. They could see that the world is filled with all those words, anxiety, stress, conflict, inability to communicate with one another. How do we get a solid center first? The meditation specialist shared a metaphor that I found helpful. It's not a perfect metaphor, but I found it helpful. I'd share it with you. The metaphor was this, that the human psyche really is similar to a storm on the ocean. At the surface of our psyche, who we are, there can be huge storms. The waves crash, the wind blows, the rain is pelting, symbolizing, of course, your personal storms. But the meditation specialist also said that our psyche is like the ocean. You go down deeply into the ocean and it's perfectly still, perfectly calm. And he tried to teach these chief executives to find that depth, that still small voice at the center of our being. I thought about that metaphor and I thought about all of us, how on the surface there can be lots of storms and that as we seek that deep center, we could maybe bring a bit of that center to the storms. A perfect example of what step one is meant to be if we are to build peace in this world. It starts right with going inside. The first step this season is not for us to confess our sinfulness. Our liturgy, our music is filled with those words, finding our sinfulness and confessing it. I'm not discounting that. It's been 40 years of ministry that I proclaim that. But this year, I invite something else. To consider not only our original sin, but what I call our original blessing. By that I mean 
just what Martin Luther taught, that we are 100% sinner, 100% saint, but we tend to forget that 100% saint part. Especially in Lent, we focus on 100% sinner. Oh, I've always wanted to do a sermon like that. (laughs) I don't quite have it in me, I don't think. You know, we get that original sin thing from the Garden of Eden story. But you know, before the Garden of Eden story, which is in Genesis chapter 2 and Genesis chapter 1, God creates human beings in God's own image. God creates human beings. At the end of that day, God said, and it is good. Human beings, good. Created in the image of God comes before the Garden of Eden story. What if we embraced that a little bit more? even in our Lenten pilgrimage, especially with this first step. Wouldn't it be cool if that inner peaceful core created in the image of God can have an effect on the storms at the surface? And you say, from the back row, hand up, yes, Pastor Mike, I hear what you're saying, but... The storms of my life, they go really down deeply into my soul. My storms are massive, Pastor Mike. My grief is with me every day. My anger, when I read the newspaper, is just all-consuming. My anxiety and my fear every time I go out are great. And they cause me to almost freeze. My job, it's just pure stress. My health, it's in decline. My finances, I don't know where we're going to go, where I'm going to get the rent. Pastor Mike, you raise your hand from the back of the room and say, I know that I have these issues that you just described. That's part of the storms of my life. And I also know, Pastor Mike, that I project them out to the world around me. A lot of my own stress and conflict come because I project out my anxiety and my fear and my insecurity to people around me, in my family, in my neighborhood, in my schools. You say to me, Pastor Mike, you say, go deep into my soul. How do you do that? How do you do that, God? How do I take that first step that you talk about this Lent? Those aren't your questions, they're mine. As much as yours. I've got all those words. I've got my own brokenness too. And the surface storms seem to affect the very core of who I am. And then I read Genesis chapter 1, created in the image of God. I hear the story of Jesus baptized and said that he's a child of God and God is well pleased. And I know that I'm baptized. I know you're baptized with the same words. How do I get in touch with that? More. Here's what I would suggest for you and for me. Number one, remind yourself every day who you are. 
Remind yourself that at the core of your being is the very image of the holy, the divine. You are a little lower than the angels. You're wonderful. Be yourself, your true self. You are meant to be good and holy, kind and happy, joyful and patient and understanding and forgiven. That is your nature. Be that. The second thing I would suggest to you is to take take time each day to be absolutely quiet because the storms get so noisy and we think that's all there is, is storm. You've got to be quiet sometimes. Breathe slowly in and out of God's Spirit. Relax your muscles, especially in your hands and in your face. Imagine the calm in the deep ocean inside you. Use a mantra prayer. A prayer that you say again and again and again. So you don't even have to think about it. It just becomes part of you. Peach Nubley from our church taught me his mantra that he would pray. That he prays every day. He says like this with his breathing. Jesus Christ, Son of God, let your love flow through me. Let your love flow through me. Again and again and again you say and pray and quiet and let that love come. And you smile. Life is good. You are good. And then take that still, small voice, that calm, ocean, deep, and bring it to the storms of your life. And as you do, as you look at the people who are all throwing their storms at you, which happens every single day, They project out their anxiety, their fears, their stresses. You react with your anxiety, your fears, your stresses. And all of a sudden the conflict is dissolved into polarization. What if instead of seeing just the storm of who they are, you saw in them a child of God whose very center is made holy? Wouldn't that be surprising? if you ignored the storm and saw the holiness. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. That's for the next few steps. Today, this week, step one. Look deeply inside yourself. See the holiness that is there. Consider your original blessing, not just your original sin. Remember you are created in the image of God. And when the storms rage about you, to know the holy and deep peace within you. Amen. Now we get to practice silence for a while. Notice how uncomfortable at first it is. But please, let it be a holy moment for you. Relax into the silence.